Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 323, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's a great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter, As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week packed with actionable insights on how to master your mindset and optimize your happiness. If you haven't subscribed but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Benjamin Franklin was famously quoted as stating, most people die at 25 and aren't buried until they're 75. Such a powerful quote that ripples through your body with truth, whether we'd like to admit it or not. Now, Benjamin Franklin wasn't referring to physical death, but the death of one's hopes, aspirations, and dreams. Benjamin Franklin died on April 17, 1790. However, his words still hold true 233 years later. Why is that? And what are some solutions to avoid this dreadful fate? Number one, milestones. The day we are born 
up until we're 25 is like a well-designed video game. We level up each year. There are a number of people in my audience that have reached out and said, I'm 50 years old. I'm 60 years old. I'm running out of time. To which I reply, no, you're level 50. You're level 60. We collect greater wisdom as we level up. However, many people don't feel this way. See, in the process of this leveling up, there are regular milestones as we go from infancy to school to entering the workforce. We constantly feel like we're making progress and have reflective milestones. However, after 25, it's a terribly designed video game because society places us on our own. If we don't have the agency to design our own 25-plus video game, the only milestones life will give us are the funerals of our loved ones followed by our own funeral. Now, that might seem harsh, but that is reality. The lack of milestones is one of the reasons why those over 25 complain that time goes faster with age. You'll hear things like, all the days blur together. And that's because most of us are writing a book without any chapters. And one day, we wake up and we're 65 years old, unable to recognize the aged face in the mirror. All right, so what's the solution? Well, first, we should celebrate our 25th birthday. The prefrontal cortex, the area of the brain responsible for decision-making, impulse control, and planning, is one of the last regions to fully mature, and that is around 25. This should be a huge milestone, like a bar mitzvah-style birthday. Society treats this like any other birthday, and to me, that doesn't make any sense. All right, so what should this 25th birthday bash look like? The 25th bar mitzvah should have the following rituals. First, embrace adulthood, a clear milestone that gives meaning and passes the guard of the parenting switch. Second, reminds us not to lose our childlike inhibitions, creativity, curiosity, and having fun. Now, we shouldn't just stop there. We should create rituals beyond our 25th birthday. So, what might this look like? Well, as society becomes less religious and more rational, it's like a product with amazing back-end technology, but terrible front-end UX. If you're going to opt out of religion, make sure you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And here's what I mean. If you're not religious, like me, try to take some of the wonderful things it has to offer. Sabbaths with family, deeply designed values, bar mitzvahs for big birthdays, give away a percentage of your money to a cause, water and food fast once per year. These are just a handful of examples. Lastly, take a break every quarter. This acts as four milestones every year. Sit there with a notepad and pen. Stop the momentum. Create 
a new chapter, design another level for life's video game, question all goals and values, redesign a new prototype for the next quarter. Number two, institutionalization. When someone leaves prison, they struggle to reintegrate back into society. Now, why is this? Well, they've adapted to prison life. And there's a similar effect and problem that takes place beyond just prison walls. And that's when we leave the education system. We've adapted to a game where there's a leader in the room. The current education system was designed to produce factory workers for the Victorian age, and that's exactly what it produces. It's like training for knife fighting for 21 years and then getting dropped into the trenches of World War II. A good rule of thumb to always remember, the best training systems will closely mimic the environment they are training us for. And the bigger the gap, the worse the training system. The current education system has little resemblance to the world it's preparing us for. So what's the solution? Learn how to learn. The bad news is that society puts us through an educational program designed to create Victorian factory workers, oftentimes creating demotivation. But there is good news. Everyone else also went through it which means that our competition is starting from the same point. The last time most adults learned a new skill is when they learned to drive. This is PTSD from the education system. We need to fall in love with learning again. If we learn how to learn, we can learn anything. See, when it comes to learning, Motivation plays a crucial role in the process of acquiring and retaining information. Voluntary learning occurs when we have a personal interest or intrinsic motivation to learn a particular subject or topic. On the other hand, forceful learning refers to situations where we are compelled or coursed into learning something that we do not find interesting or meaningful. And there is some interesting science behind this, which lies in the brain's cognitive and emotional processes. When we have a genuine interest and desire to learn something, it activates the brain's reward system, releasing neurotransmitters like dopamine, which are associated with pleasure and motivation. This positive emotional state enhances attention, focus, and memory encoding making the learning process and experience more effective. On the other hand, forceful learning often leads to decreased motivation and engagement. When we are forced to learn something we are not interested in, our attention and cognitive resources may be diverted, which results in reduced information processing and retention. Negative emotions such as frustration or boredom can also hinder the learning process, making it more difficult for the brain to encode and store new information effectively. See, voluntary learning allows us to have autonomy and control over our learning experiences. When we have a sense of agency in choosing what to learn and how to learn it, 
we become more engaged and invested in the process. And it's this active engagement that enhances critical thinking, creativity, and problem-solving skills, which further contribute to the absorption and understanding of what we're trying to learn. So how can we fall in love with learning again? Design all learning projects like a fun video game. So what might this look like in action? Let's say you want to learn how to build a website for your newly created business. Let's say the overall goal is defined as build a website for my business. We can break that goal down into micro goals or we can gamify it by labeling each micro goal as a level. So it might look like this. Level six, define the levels of the task. Well, we can check that off shortly. Level two, search on YouTube how to build a website. Level three, watch the first five videos and take notes. Level four, aggregate the best advice from the notes. Level five, draw up an MVP of the website to build. Level six, choose between pre-built software and coding it myself. Level seven, sign up for pre-built software and so forth. Remember, life should be fun. Let's start living it that way. Number three, no immediate support group. For most of us, from the day we are born until 25, we have family and friends around us almost every day. After 25, this environment starts to fade away unless we actively design it. Now, this is backed by data from American Time Use Survey, which shows a significant increase in time alone after the age of 25. From the day we are born up until 25, we are swimming downstream to see our family and friends. In other words, the environment and its conditions make it easy for us. However, after 25, we are swimming upstream to see our family and friends. The environment and its conditions make it difficult for us. And the solution to combat this is diligently planning. If not, the years fly by. So what do I mean by diligently planning? Create recurring events with friends and family. Schedule something in the calendar and make it recurring. Now, what's critical here is that when we catch up with old friends, we shouldn't wait for chance to see and engage with them again. We all know how that goes. Life gets busy and weeks become months and months become years. We should schedule the next meeting in our calendar with them before we leave. Number four, the parenting switch. Nobody prepares us for this. We become the parents to our parents. And this journey typically begins to unfold around the age of 25, although the time may vary depending on various factors like cultural background or individual circumstances and the health and well-being of our parents. 
as we reach this stage in our lives, we often find ourselves increasingly capable and competent in handling various aspects of life compared to our aging parents. Now, this transition can occur gradually as we take on more responsibilities such as managing financial matters, assisting with medical appointments, or providing emotional support. It is a shift that often goes unnoticed until a significant event or crisis, like a tragic phone call occurring. And this sudden realization can be emotionally overwhelming and can shake the foundation of our identity and relationships. And the first outcome of this revelation is the recognition that the lifelong crutch, the source of support and guidance, is now unable to fulfill that role. And this realization can be deeply unsettling. Because many of us have relied on our parents for emotional support, advice, or even practical matters throughout our lives. And this can evoke feelings of vulnerability, loss, and a sense of unpreparedness to face life's challenges without the parental safety net. Now, simultaneously, we also find ourselves stepping into the role of becoming our parents' crutch. We become the primary source of support, both physically and emotionally. And it's the sudden role reversal that can be an immense source of stress. Navigating the parenting switch requires us to confront a few things. Our own vulnerabilities, adapt to new dynamics, and establish boundaries within the parent-child relationship. Now, I know you're probably listening and thinking, damn, this is a dark episode, but let me be clear. This is reality, which many of us do not want to face because it's moments in our timeline like this that make us want to run for the hills. However, it can be an opportunity for personal growth and self-reflection because we are confronting our own fears, strengths, and limitations. Let this episode act as a wake-up call. Don't bury your hopes, aspirations, and dreams. No matter if you're 15 or 65 listening to this, the days beyond today are fully within your control. Start creating the chapters you want in your book. Start writing the words that you feel proud to read back to yourself. Life is too precious to throw it away. This week's shoutout is by Ania, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I started listening to your podcast back in January as I wanted to make an important lifestyle change from fear and procrastination to action, courage, and intentional mindfulness. Your podcast has really helped with that and still is. I wanted to say thank you for your hard work and efforts because it is not in vain at all. God bless you and your family. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Who knows? You just might be the next shout out. 
Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into why most people die before they're buried. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.